Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Promise in the Sunrise by Kelly Shalek. Mom, please don't take me back to the hospital. I stared out the car window, trying hard to fight back the tears. Mom reached over and touched my hand. Kelly, she spoke softly, you know I don't want to, but we have to deal with the problem. But it's not fair, I shot back. Everyone else is enjoying the Easter break, and while everyone's off doing fun things or going on trips, I have to go to the hospital. Why can't I be like everyone else? Kelly, you can't compare yourself with everyone else. You were born with special medical problems, and fortunately, your surgeries have helped you lead a normal life. We can be thankful for that. Well, I don't feel normal or thankful right now. I grew quiet. Then I blurted out, Mom, I'm so scared. Turning into the hospital parking garage, Mom rolled down her window to get the parking ticket. Even though she sounded calm, I could see her hand shaking as she reached for the ticket. After we parked, I got more stubborn. I'm not going in, I stated flatly through the knot in my throat. It's one thing to be in a car accident and knocked unconscious and brought to a hospital in an ambulance. When you wake up, everything's done. But it's another thing to walk into a hospital on your own two feet and say, Oh, I think I'll have neurosurgery today. I've heard the doctors say that any time you go into the head, it's risky business. I looked at Mom. There are no guarantees, are there, Mom? Then I saw the slow tears inching down her cheeks. We held each other close in the car for a long time. Finally, Mom whispered to me, No, there aren't any guarantees, Kelly, but that's what trusting in God is all about. I looked up, and she nodded to me with a gentle smile on her face. Oh, how I wished I could trust like she did. Then we both took a deep breath and headed into the admissions office. I sat silently watching as my mother filled out all kinds of forms. Deep inside, I knew that my headaches couldn't go on like they had been. Even now, I felt terrible, and the tests taken the day before showed increased pressure building up inside my head. I knew the doctors were right about surgery, but I still wanted to run out of this place. I closed my eyes and pictured myself not running scared through the hospital, but skipping through a meadow filled with spring flowers and feeling wonderful. No headaches, no nausea, no seizures, no pain, just feeling great. Suddenly, I felt Mom's hand on my shoulder, and I opened my eyes. It's time to go, she said as she motioned down the hall. We walked hand in hand through the sterile corridors to my room. Soon, we were bombarded with nurses coming in to prepare me for surgery. They explained what was going to happen, which is supposed to be reassuring, but it just made my stomach tighten. I'd been through this a few times before, and I hated being reminded that they'd have to shave the back part of my head. A nurse assured me that my long hair would cover up the bald area in the back, but I knew better. I remembered that after my last surgery two years ago, kids at recess had run up and lifted my hair to laugh at the shaved part. What will they do now that I'm in middle school? I wondered. Finally, the nurses left, saying they'd come back in a few minutes to take me to surgery. In silence, Mom and I watched the sun sink behind the treetops. Then my mom turned to me and said, I hope you have a room on the east side after surgery. Why? Because tomorrow is Easter. You'll rest through the night and wake up to a beautiful sunrise. I managed to smile. I hope so, Mom. 
Each time I go through this, I wonder if I'll see another sunrise. Mom drew closer and looked me in the eye. Kelly, every night the sun leaves us and our world is full of darkness, but we have no fear because we know that the next morning will bring light again. I see the story of Jesus' resurrection in each sunset and sunrise. Each one is a daily reminder of Jesus' promise that if we believe in Him, we'll rise with Him. Do you promise that everything will be okay? I can't make promises, but we can pray for courage and strong faith. When you know God is with you, it's not so scary. Then Mom made a suggestion. Try saying a Bible promise like, Oh, the joys of those who trust the Lord. Say it to yourself, and I promise it will calm you, Kelly. I believed her. Mom kissed me goodbye, and then I was wheeled down the hall. I repeated that promise again and again, not giving myself time to think about anything else. I tried to ignore the knot inside my stomach and closed my eyes and repeated the words until all I could say was, Trust. Trust. I did feel a calm comb over me, and the knot went away. I repeated the words until I fell asleep. The first thing I noticed when I woke up was sunlight streaming through the window. Happy Easter, Mom said. I looked out the window and felt the sun's warmth. The rays of light seemed to be reaching for my bed. I'll always remember this sunrise, I said, and Jesus' promise. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.